Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right, welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. And today we have returning on our show, Cindy Sue Beezus. She has a master's degree and is a confidence coach, a business consultant, a podcast host, and a speaker, a mom, and she's the founder of Self-Design Academy. And last time she had such amazing techniques to share with us, and today we're excited to hear from her again and have her share even more tips and tricks and techniques that can help us with inner resilience. Welcome today, Cindy. Hello, hello. It's so good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, we're so glad to have you back. So talk to us a little bit about inner resilience and why you're interested in this topic and what you found that's helpful. Yes. So when I think of the phrase inner resilience, it reminds me in my biology class when I was in college, we learned about turgidity. And I was just really entranced with this fancy word that seems so formal, but really it's describing whether a flower is floppy or not, whether a plant is floppy or not. So how you measure the, I call it floppiness of a plant, <laughs> is through its turgidity, which is essentially to make it super simple, but have you watered it recently, right? <laughs> and so without getting too technical about turgidity, I think about floppy flowers and what that essentially means is that they've not been being fed. They've not been receiving the water that they need to be able to be strong and perky. So yeah. my interest in coaching people is to help them essentially be strong and perky. And one of the ways that we increase, for me, at least to my thinking, that we increase our emotional and social or even spiritual or financial turgidity in any way, it all begins with resilience. I love that. That's great. So, and you are a great example of resilience. How many concussions have you had, Cindy? You've had so many concussions. You're the survivor of how many? <laughs> Ten. 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 Wow. I know. That's yeah. so many. And what have you learned about resilience through that? That's been a huge thing. It has turned my life upside down a little bit. When I was young, I had the first concussion when I was about four years old through an accident while playing and it was a complete knockout. Later on, a few years later, I fell out of the bunk bed. My mother couldn't raise me. I mean, she couldn't, she couldn't uh, revive me initially. So wow. it, was a, it was a knockout. A few years after that, in fifth grade on the playground, I fell six, eight feet onto the asphalt. My head took the blow first. Complete oh, wow. out. Then a junior in high school, a skiing trip. It would have been a funny part of a movie, except I didn't find it funny. I skied straight into a tree, had a complete knockout. 
thought oh. I was fine with that, right? <laughs> I did lose a, a pretty good sense of direction. And so people would joke and say, I, I couldn't find anything. I was always needing GPS or help that way. And my even I had people say, if your head wasn't screwed on, you'd forget that too. So I, I did have some impacts, thought I was finished with that. But then I started having another series of concussions in the last two years. And it has changed my life. It has increased my empathy for people who have had physiological experiences or even emotional experiences that through no fault of theirs, they now they now do with that. And so, yes, my interest in resilience and resiliency studies has greatly increased. And I would love to share with your listeners a simple, I don't know if I would want to call it a technique, but it is an approach to being able to increase emotional and, and mental resilience when faced with difficult challenges. That sounds wonderful. Please yes. share. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there is a man named Albert Ellis who was very interested in a variety of topics, but one of them was to be able to conquer those things that feel unconquerable in essence. Most people, when they go through life and they have an activating event, some kind of situation, they think that the equation between the activating event and their consequential emotion, or in essence, just how they feel because of the event, really could be described in a mathematical equation like A equals C. This activating event equals this consequential emotion. So because let, they're so tied together, right? You yes. experience it, then you feel it, and yes. yeah, that makes and, sense. Yes, and you feel imprisoned in this situation. And so let's say you've planned this birthday party for your five-year-old and it's going to be at the park and then you have really bad weather and now you're having to move it inside your house with these 10 little five-year-olds, et cetera. So your equation, activating event, or A equals C, frustration, right? <laughs> because you're now doing something you don't want to do. Albert Ellis, in essence, really taught us the equation is A plus B equals C. So what's so, the B? <laughs> the B, such a good question. The B is belief about the event. And so you have this activating event, and then your belief about the event is what brings about the consequential emotion. So when I'm coaching clients, I like to have them pull out a piece of paper and they write it. And so your listeners, please feel free to do this too. It's fun. But you write across the top of the page, A plus B equals C. And under the A, you think about a recent event that has been tricky, difficult, et cetera, that has not been a pleasant situation. So you write that activating event underneath the A. Let's say it's that you've been evicted from an apartment. And so you write down eviction from my apartment. Mm -hmm. Then you write down under the C, what was the, the feeling that you naturally and normally felt? Well, it might be frustration. It might be shame. It might be whatever, whatever it is that that person is feeling. So you're listening. Emotion. Yep. Yes, yes. They would write down that consequential emotion. So then they go back and they say, what's my belief about this situation? And that belief could be anything from, I stink as a person, whatever it might be. This is the end of my existence. And I'm exaggerating, but sometimes it feels that way. Mm -hmm. Then 
you pull out a second piece of paper and you write A plus B equals C. It's the same activating event, but what's your belief? What if you said, do you know what? Because of this event, six months from now, my life is going to be even better. Mm -hmm. The consequential emotion then becomes empowerment. And a perfect illustration, Stephen R. Covey writes in one of his books about a situation when he was on a transit system. He's tired. It's the end of the day. Another man gets on that same place where he's at and his kids are being rude. They're, they're rustling and, and they're doing all kinds of things and throwing things. And Mr. Covey's thinking to himself, why is that man not controlling his children? Eventually he leans over to the man and says, why are you not controlling your children? And this man tells him, true story, I know I should be, but we just left the hospital where their mother just died. Aww. <laughs> and I don't know what to tell them. Mm -hmm. Mr. Covey just experienced what Albert Ellis talks about with the bee. Initially, the activating event and later the activating event are still the same thing, but what changed was the belief. And that belief initially was that man is not doing anything to control his children to, oh my goodness, these children have just lost their mother. Of course, and here's the belief. They're going to act out. Yeah. They're going to be <laughs> acting out. And that change of the B completely shifts the consequential emotion. We are empowered as human beings and we have the right to reflect on what our beliefs are about our situations. And we have the right, we deserve to be able to take control of that bee. Even if, like one woman one time said, can I just make up a story so my bee <laughs> works? <laughs> and the answer is yes, because awesome. you have an activating event, you determine what is my consequential emotion that I want. You yeah, what do you want your outcome to be, right? Yes. <laughs> and then, what is the story you tell yourself? And you have given yourself the gift of resilience for whatever the situation is that you're facing. I love that. So um, for listeners, they, they might not know this, but I've been going through a divorce this last month. And of course, I wanted everything to work out in my marriage and for my kids and things like that. And there were just some complex scenarios that didn't get resolved. And so as we've taken space and finalized the divorce, it has been a wonderful time of healing for me and for my former husband. And we don't know what is ahead, but for us, we look at it as this is a time for healing and growth. And so that belief has helped us. And I think our outcome will be awesome in the end. I'm, you know, I just look forward to this bright future and I see things coming and I see things shifting and changing and it's wonderful. And I've heard a lot of people when they've gone through a divorce, so bad and sad and the story. And for me, it's been a more positive story. So I'm, I love that that positive outcomes on its way. And I'm already starting to see those good things coming. So I love that you shared this. This is so relevant to all of us and whatever we're going through right now. There is one caveat. And that is we have to remember the process of nature. We see that when we plant a seed at the beginning of the planting season, there is a process that that seed goes through. It's placed in good soil, it's outside, 
it's being watered, it will eventually yield the fruit that we're desiring. But Isn't we that called gestation time, right? Yes, it's kind of like the baby time. inside and waiting oh, for it. Yes. And so a farmer could stand over that seed and say, hurry up, hurry up. Come on, I'm doing my A plus B equals C. Hurry mm -hmm. up. Right? <laughs> right? Yes. And, and so it's really important to remember that for some situations that seem so intractable, just difficult to work with, what Albert Ellis was teaching is true, but we do need to be patient and understand that there are times where the emotions run so deep, the trauma is so deep, that there are also other adjunctive aids that can help support during that process. But the A plus B equals C is a true principle. We just may, depending on our situation, may need to be more patient in that harvesting period as we work through reflecting on our beliefs and changing those stories we're telling ourselves. That's so good. Trust the process, right? Right. That's great. Thank you, Cindy. This has been so helpful. I love it. I love this idea of you're free to choose your belief around what happens instead of just being a victim. I think when you yeah. go from A to C, you're totally in victim mode. And it's just an awful place to be because you don't feel like you have any control. So I love that. Awesome. Great. Yeah, thank okay. you for that. So, yeah, Cindy, we would love to hear another oops moment. Last time you were on, we got to hear about you falling flat on the stage face first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what have you got for us today? You don't have more than one oops moment, do you? I have so many. And how, how can you even <laughs> pick? <laughs> but um, probably one of the most mortifying oopsies that I've ever, ever experienced. I was walking to the front of a very large building. There were hundreds, a, a meeting, meeting. And there were hundreds of people in the room and I had had to arrive slightly late and the only place that I could sit down was at the very front of the room. <laughs> there was so, an open chair at the front. <laughs> there was an open chair at the front. So I am walking into this meeting thinking that my late arrival is just a tiny little blip on the radar and at the very end of the meeting when everybody is standing up, <clears throat> this woman leans forward and whispers, that the back of my dress had been completely caught up in the back of my slip. And I had been wearing pantyhose. And so somehow <laughs> it had gotten all snagged and tangled up at my waist. And so I had flashed the entire <laughs> of hundreds of people. Now, fortunately that day I had been wearing a slip. <laughs> oh, good. And much worse. So yes, that, that was quite the memorable experience. But again, it's, you know, you, you laugh or cry and then later That's it becomes hilarious. a fun story. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, good. I love that we can share these moments because it helps us learn to laugh at ourselves even in our oops moments. <laughs> so right. uh, thank you so much, Cindy. How can our listeners get a hold of you to find out more information about your consulting or your confidence coach business? Um, the design, the self-design academy, what can they do to reach you? Yes. Yes. So they can go to selfdesignacademy.com. Awesome. That's very simple and easy. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Cindy. You have shared with us 
a real powerful tool today to help us shift our mindset. And um, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on and share with us. It's always a pleasure. You're such a, a bright ray of sunshine. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Cindy. You are so kind and it's been so wonderful to be here. Thank you. Horizon Thrive is now offering a vision board masterclass. It starts at the beginning of the month and goes through the duration of the month. We meet one time per week to learn new tools and tips to help you reach your goal. We also have daily accountability calls to help you stay on track. Our listeners that have already taken this class absolutely love it and are even repeating the class. To register for upcoming classes, please visit ariseandthrivelife.com or click on the link for the show notes below. Have you been enjoying the Arise and Thrive podcast? If you submit a review, we have got an offer for you. Click the link in the notes below this episode, enter your name and your email, and we will send you a free copy of our valuable Beginner's Guide to Managing Your Emotions.